Once upon a time, in the center of a small village, there stood a pedestal, and on that pedestal was a large, mysterious egg. No one knew where it came from, or who had placed it there. The egg was unlike any other. It was shimmering in various colours, and was warm to the touch. For years, the villagers speculated about what could be inside. It's probably a bird, said Mrs. Green, the baker. Or maybe a dragon, little Timmy exclaimed with wide eyes. The village even held an annual festival in its honour, the Egg Day, where people danced, sang songs, and shared their imaginative stories about the egg's origin and its contents. One particularly crisp morning, as the village was going about its daily routine, a faint crack was heard. The village bell rang signaling everyone to gather around the pedestal. The egg was starting to hatch. The anticipation was palpable. Children stood on their toes and adults whispered amongst themselves. The egg wobbled, cracks appearing all over its shimmering surface. And then, with a final push, out popped a tiny, curious creature with fluffy feathers, big round eyes, and a long, spiral tail. It wasn't a bird, nor a dragon, but something entirely new. The creature yawned and stretched its wings, which sparkled in the sun. The villagers gasped in amazement. The creature looked around, a bit confused. But soon, Mrs. Green stepped forward with some crumbs from her bakery. The creature ate happily, and the village cheered. From that day on, the creature was named Sparkle and it became the village's beloved mascot. It played with the children, danced during festivals, and at night it spread its wings, lighting up the village with its glow. And so, dear listener, the moral of this story is that sometimes the most unexpected surprises bring the most joy. It's not always about knowing the answer, but cherishing the journey of discovery and the wonders it brings. Good night, little dreamer. May you dream of mysterious eggs and the beautiful surprises they hold. Always remember... Life is full of unexpected wonders. What do you think was in the egg?
Once upon a time, in the sun-drenched town of Solaria, there was a boy named Tom. Tom had a peculiarity. He didn't like tomatoes. The very sight of the bright red fruit made him wrinkle his nose in disdain. Whenever he saw them, in his salads or sandwiches, he'd promptly pick them out. One day, his grandma came to visit from the countryside. She brought with her a basket filled with the juiciest, reddest tomatoes from her garden. Ugh! Tomatoes? Tom exclaimed, making a face. Grandma chuckled. <laughs> Tom, she said, have you ever tried the dishes that these tomatoes can make? Tom was sceptical, but he loved his grandma so, and decided to give it a shot. That afternoon, they got to work in the kitchen. Grandma showed Tom how to make a rich tomato sauce for pasta, a tangy tomato salsa, and even a savoury tomato soup. The aroma that filled the house was mouth-watering. By dinner time, Tom was eager to taste the dishes, and to his astonishment, he loved every single one of them. The pasta was rich and flavorful. The salsa was zesty and perfect with chips. And the soup warmed his soul. Tom realized that while he might not like raw tomatoes, he absolutely adored what they could become. And that, Grandma said with a wink, is the magic of tomatoes. From that day on, Tom had a newfound appreciation for tomatoes. He didn't necessarily munch on them raw, but he no longer turned his nose up at them. Instead, he celebrated the many delicious dishes they could create. And so, dear listener, the moral of this story is that sometimes... We might not like something in its raw form, but with a little transformation, it can turn into something truly delightful. Good night, little dreamer. May your dreams be filled with tasty discoveries and transformative experiences. Remember, sometimes you just need to see things in a new light to appreciate their true value. Sweet dreams, little one. Once upon a time, in the cosy town of Bumblebrook, 
everyone knew Norman. Why? Because Norman was the most excitable dog anyone had ever seen. He was a big, fluffy, golden retriever with energy that seemed to know no bounds. Every morning, when the sun peeked over the hills, Norman would zoom around town, barking joyfully at the chirping birds, chasing after leaves that danced in the wind, and enthusiastically greeting everyone he met. Oh no, not Norman, Mrs. Thompson would chuckle, as he excitedly circled her while she fetched her morning paper. In the park, kids would shout with laughter, Oh no, not Norman! As he dashed into their games, trying to join in whatever they were doing. While everyone loved Norman's enthusiasm, his boundless energy sometimes led to little mishaps. Like the time he accidentally jumped into John the Gnome's pond, causing a splashy uproar, or when he enthusiastically knocked over a stand at the town's fair, sending pies flying everywhere. One day, the village of Bumblebrook decided to organise a grand festival. There would be food, games, and a big dance in the evening. But the townsfolk worried. What will we do with Norman? He might get too excited and disrupt the festival. Little Susie, who loved Norman dearly, had an idea. Why don't we give Norman a special job during the festival? And so, Norman became the official festival greeter. He had a special booth with a sign and his job was to welcome everyone coming into the festival. People from neighbouring towns came by and they were all greeted by Norman's enthusiastic licks and joyful barks. Turns out, Norman was the star of the festival. He made everyone feel welcome and his excitable nature only added to the festive atmosphere. At the end of the day, as the town danced and the stars shone brightly, Norman lay down, tired but content, surrounded by children who patted his fluffy head. And so, dear listener, the moral of this story is that sometimes what might seem like too much can be just right if channeled in the proper way. Everyone has a unique gift. It's all about finding the right place to let it shine. Good night, little dreamer. May your dreams be as joyful and boundless as Norman's energy. Always remember, your enthusiasm is a gift and there's a place for it in this big, wonderful world.
Once upon a time, in a dense, lively jungle, there was a big, old orangutan named Steve. Everyone called him Grumpy Monkey Steve because he always had something to say about everything everyone did. When Lila the leopard climbed trees, Steve would shout, <laughs> You're doing it all wrong. Climb with more grace. When Benny the bird sang his morning songs, Steve would grumble, Too loud, too pitchy, sing softer. And so everyone in the jungle knew grumpy monkey Steve and his endless stream of advice. But what they also knew was that Steve never tried doing any of the things he commented on. One sunny day, a group of young monkeys decided to have a tree-climbing race. As they excitedly chatted about it, Steve couldn't help but comment. Hmm. Back in my day, I could climb that tree in mere seconds. Lila the leopard, feeling a bit mischievous, replied, Why don't you join the race, Steve? Show these young ones how it's really done. Steve, not one to back down from a challenge, agreed. Hmm. Very well, I'll show you all how a real expert climbs. The race began, and off the young monkeys went, scampering up the tree with speed and agility. Steve, with all his confidence, started his ascent. But he soon realised that climbing wasn't as easy as it looked. His arms ached, and he struggled to find good grip. He huffed and puffed, watching as the young monkeys reached the top with ease. By the time Steve reached the halfway point, he was exhausted. The young monkeys cheered him on, encouraging him to finish the race. With great effort, Steve finally made it to the top, long after the others had finished. At the tree's summit, looking out over the vast jungle, Steve had a moment of clarity. He realised that it was easy to give advice from the ground, but actually doing something brought its own challenges. As they all descended, one of the young monkeys approached Steve and said, It's not as easy as it looks, right? Steve chuckled. <laughs> You're right. I should think twice before I offer my wisdom in the future. <laughs> and so, dear listener, the moral of this story is that it's easy to judge or give advice from the sidelines, but until you've tried something yourself, you might not know the whole story. Good night, little dreamer. 
as you drift into dreams, remember to appreciate the efforts of others and always be kind in your judgments. Once upon a time, in a beautiful garden full of flowers, trees and a sparkling pond, lived a garden gnome named John. John was a little different from other garden gnomes. He was a bit too big for his tiny pond. John loved his pond more than anything. He loved the feel of the cool water on his toes and the sound of the frogs croaking in the evening. But John was just too big for his little pond and sometimes he would accidentally step out of it causing little splashes that made the flowers around him giggle. All the other garden creatures had room to play in their spaces. Benny the butterfly could flutter around the flowers. Sally the squirrel had the whole tree to scamper up and down. But poor John felt stuck. One evening, as John sat by his pond, feeling a little sad, he noticed dark clouds gathering in the sky. Oh, what's going on? wondered John. Soon enough, raindrops began to fall. The rain poured down all night. Next morning, John woke up to a wonderful surprise. His pond was now much bigger. He had so much more room to stretch and play. The frogs croaked louder than ever and the flowers seemed to smile at him. John splashed around happily. He finally had enough room to be himself. All thanks to the rain that had come down so hard. Benny the butterfly fluttered over and said, Look, John, sometimes good things come when we least expect them. From that day on, John the garden gnome was happier than ever. He no longer felt stuck or too big for his pond. He felt just right. And so, dear listener, the moral of this story is that sometimes help and happiness come when you least expect them. Even if you feel stuck or out of place, things can always turn around for the better. Good night, little dreamer. 
may you wake up tomorrow to find your own pond has grown a little bigger and your own world a bit brighter. Sleep tight. Once upon a time, nestled in the vast expanses of the savannah, lived Lenny, a young leopard with a unique quandary. As dawn's light stretched across the plains, while other animals played, grazed, or basked in the sun, Lenny struggled mightily to keep his eyes open. Lenny had tried everything. He'd splash cold water on his face from the river or play energetically with the birds, hoping that would keep the drowsiness at bay. He even tried to stay perched high up in trees, thinking the fear of falling would jolt him awake. But despite his efforts, a heavy, irresistible sleep would always claim him. Why can't I be like everyone else? Lenny lamented, watching enviously as his friends played under the sun. He felt lonely and left out, missing the vibrant games and the sunlit adventures. Then, one evening, as the world was painted in hues of twilight and Lenny was waking up from his day-long slumber, he witnessed something truly magical. The world he knew was transformed. Fireflies started emerging, turning the savannah into a twinkling wonderland. The once loud and bustling plains were now serene, with only the soft, melodic calls of crickets and distant owls. Curiously, Lenny decided to explore this unfamiliar world. As he padded softly through the grass, he encountered Luna, a radiant leopard cub bathed in moonlight. Isn't the night just beautiful? She asked, her eyes reflecting the stars above. Lenny shared his daytime woes with Luna, speaking of his failed attempts to resist sleep. Luna listened intently and then, with a gentle smile, said, Lenny, don't you know? We leopards are nocturnal. Lenny blinked in confusion. Luna explained how many creatures, including themselves, were built to thrive in the night's embrace. They found solace in its calm 
away from the day's heat and hustle. The term nocturnal described their nature of being active and alert when the moon ruled the sky. Throughout the night, Luna introduced Lenny to the wonders around them. They played tag amidst the fireflies, listened to the echoing calls of night creatures, and watched the stars dance in the vast sky. Together, they discovered hidden waterholes reflecting the silvery moon, and even had fun startling a few nocturnal insects. With every hour, Lenny's love for the night deepened. He no longer felt out of place, but instead realised he belonged to this magical realm. And so, dear listener, Lenny's tale teaches us that it's not about fitting into the world you see, but discovering the world where you truly belong. Good night, little dreamer. As the blanket of night wraps around you, remember that there's a special magic in finding where you fit best, even if it's different from others. Embrace your uniqueness and cherish the moments that make you feel most alive. Good night, little dreamer. Once upon a time, whispered through the winds and shared around flickering campfires, was a legend that captured the hearts and hopes of many. This was the legend of the elusive Rainbow Dragon. In the vast canvas of the skies, rainbows frequently painted their arcs bringing joy to those who looked up. But among those multitudes of rainbows, a special one appeared only once in a million times. It was the radiant twin arches, the signature mark of the rainbow dragon. Unlike other rainbows that graced the skies After rain showers, the twin arches were not just a play of light and water. They were pure magic, created by a dragon with scales that refracted light in unimaginable ways, that shimmered with colours beyond human comprehension. The legend told that while every rainbow 
was a sight to behold. The twin arches held a secret power. The power of a wish. It was said that if someone ever witnessed the twin arches stretching across the sky, they could close their eyes, wish with all their heart, and send their deepest desires soaring to the rainbow dragon. And if the wish reached the dragon's ears, if it resonated with the pure magic of its being, it would someday, in some mysterious way, come true. The rarity of this event made the legend even more enchanting. Families would often sit by their windows after the rain, eyes turned upwards, hoping to be amongst the lucky few to witness the magic. Grandparents spoke of ancestors who had seen the twin arches and whose wishes, though they took time, had manifested in wondrous ways. The legend of the rainbow dragon became a beacon of hope. It spoke of the beauty in rarity, the power of belief, and the magic that exists just beyond what our eyes can see. And so, dear listener, the tale reminds us that in the vast wonders of our world, there are mysteries and magic waiting to be discovered. While not everyone might witness the twin arches, the mere possibility fills our hearts with hope and dreams. Good night, little dreamer. As you close your eyes, let the legend of the rainbow dragon fill your thoughts with colours and magic. May your dreams be as rare and radiant as those twin arches in the sky. Once upon a time, in a sun-kissed neighbourhood, there lived Sarah, a bright-eyed girl with brown curls and her ever-faithful teddy bear, Snuggles. For as long as Sarah could remember, Snuggles had been her inseparable companion, tagging along on every single adventure. However, a new chapter was about to begin for Sarah. School. With its onset, there came a challenging rule. No toys allowed. The thought of leaving Snuggles behind was almost unbearable for Sarah. 
The evening before her first day, Sarah, with tearful eyes, held Snuggle close. I'm going to miss you so much, she whispered. In her heart, she felt the weight of leaving her best friend behind. Entering Sarah's bedroom to tuck her in, Sarah's mum crouched down next to her bed and patted Snuggles. Snuggles, Sarah's mum began, I have an important job for you. While Sarah's at school, I need you to look after her bedroom. Can you do that for me? Sarah watched as Snuggles' stitched eyes sparkled. She placed him carefully on her bed, patting his soft head and making him promise to be the best roomkeeper ever. The next morning, filled with both excitement and apprehension, Sarah waved goodbye to her bedroom and Snuggles, heading off to her new adventure. School was a whirlwind of new faces, lessons and discoveries. And though Sarah enjoyed her day, the thought of Snuggles and her cosy room never left her mind. As soon as the final bell rang, Sarah dashed home, running up the stairs to her bedroom. To her surprise, right next to her bed was a delicious-looking cupcake with a little note. Picking it up, Sarah read, Dear Sarah, I loved being a grown-up today, just like you, and looking after your room. I even made this cupcake to celebrate your first day at school. Love, Snuggles. Sarah's eyes sparkled with joy. Maybe, just maybe, Snuggles really did have a day full of grown-up adventures, just like her. She hugged Snuggles tight and told him all about her very first day at school, now excited for many more to come. And so, dear listener, Sarah's journey with Snuggles reminds us that change can be good, especially when we assign new roles to old friends. Embracing the new doesn't mean forgetting the old. It means creating beautiful memories together, even when apart. Good night, little dreamer. As you drift off, remember the bond between Sarah and Snuggles. And know that true friendships can always find ways to make magic. Sleep with dreams filled with adventures and the snuggliest of bonds.
once upon a time, beneath the waves of a vast ocean, there lived an octopus named Oliver. Oliver was a curious creature, always eager to explore and learn more about the world around him. One day, while playing near the shore, he saw something he'd never seen before. A vast stretch of land. With great determination, Oliver managed to venture out of the water for a short while. His eyes widened with awe at the sight of a splendid garden. Sprawling with blooming flowers of every colour imaginable. Roses, lilies, sunflowers and daisies danced in the breeze and their fragrance filled the air. For Oliver, it felt like he had discovered a whole new world. Returning to the sea, Oliver was brimming with inspiration. He wanted to recreate that beautiful garden in his underwater home. Excitedly, he collected flowers from the shore and planted them in the seabed, eagerly waiting for them to grow. Days turned into weeks, but to Oliver's dismay, the flowers wilted and their colour faded. No matter how much care he gave them, the flowers just wouldn't grow. Oliver felt disheartened, believing he would never witness such beauty in his own habitat. However, one day, as he was moping near a coral reef, a wise old turtle named Shelley swam by. Noticing Oliver's gloom, she asked him what troubled him. Oliver shared his dream of the garden and his failed attempts. Shelley smiled greatly. Oh, Oliver, she began. The beauty of the land is unique, and so is the beauty of the sea. Look around you. Taking a closer look, Oliver saw the vibrant coral reefs surrounding him. Shades of pink, blue, yellow and green. He observed the schools of colourful fish darting in and out of the corals the sea anemones swaying gracefully, and the starfish scattered like decorative pieces. The ocean, Shelley continued, has its own flowers. They might not be called roses or daisies, but they're just as magnificent. With newfound appreciation, Oliver set to work. He decorated his home with bright corals, shimmering seaweed, and an array of marine plants. Soon, he had crafted 
a beautiful underwater garden, radiant with colours and bustling with sea life. And so, dear listener, Oliver's journey teaches us the value of embracing and appreciating the beauty in our surroundings. Each environment has its own unique charm, waiting to be discovered and cherished. Good night, little dreamer. As you close your eyes, imagine the wonders, both on land and beneath the waves. Know that beauty can be found everywhere, and it's up to us to recognise and celebrate it. Dive into your dreams with gratitude for the world's many wonders. Once upon a time, in a cosy nook of the big meadow, there lived a mouse named Mika. Mika was not just any mouse. He had a dream. Inspired by the snacks he found at the nearby picnic spots, Mika wanted to make a house out of crackers. It seemed like the perfect idea. After collecting for days, Mika managed to gather enough crackers to start his construction. With some cheese as glue and pretzel sticks as support beams, soon he had built the most delectable looking house in all of Big Meadow. Word quickly spread about Mika's cracker house. One by one, his friends came to visit, each one marvelling at the delicious architecture. Mika, began Sally the squirrel, might I just have a nibble of your roof? It smells so delightful. Then Benny the bunny hopped over. This porch looks exquisite. He complimented. May I I just have have a nibble? It was the same with every visitor. Just a nibble here, a tiny bite there, until, before Mika realised it, his cracker house had many holes and was beginning to look more like a Swiss cheese mansion. One windy evening, as Mika was settling down, a gust blew, and the weakened cracker walls tumbled down. Mika found himself sitting amidst crumbs and cracker debris. His friends, realising what their nibbles had caused, felt guilty. Oh, Mika, lamented Sally. 
We're so sorry. But Mika just chuckled. <laughs> it's okay, he said. I should have known a cracker house would be too tempting. Wanting to make it right, all the animals of Big Meadow came together with twigs, leaves and mud. They built Mika a sturdy and comfortable home. It might not have been edible, but it was filled with love, warmth and a lot of helping hands. And so, dear listener, the moral of this story is that while it's fun to create something unique, the true essence of a home is the love and community that surrounds it. Good night, little dreamer. May your dreams be filled with delightful nibbles and warm homes. Always remember, a house becomes a home when filled with love and care. Once upon a time, in the expansive green grasslands, there was a young fawn named Daisy. Her spots were like delicate speckles of sunlight against her soft brown fur. Curiosity twinkled in her eyes every day, making the world around her seem full of endless wonder. One sunny afternoon, while Daisy was out exploring with her mother, a radiant butterfly caught her attention. Its wings shimmered in colours she had never seen before. Entranced, Daisy followed the butterfly, moving farther and farther away from her mother's side. When the butterfly finally flitted away, Daisy looked around and realised she was all alone. As Daisy began to panic, she remembered her mother's words. Daisy, if you ever get lost, always stay where you are and I will find you. Never follow strangers and don't wander further. As Daisy settled herself, trying to decide what to do, a friendly rabbit approached. Lost little one? He asked with a tilt of his head. Come with me, I know the way. Though tempted, Daisy remembered her mother's words and replied, Thank you, Mr. Rabbit, but I need to stay here. Hours went by, and a chatty squirrel scurried over, offering to guide her back. 
but Daisy remained steadfast and politely said, Thank you, Mr. Squirrel, but I, I need to stay here until my mother finds me. As dusk began to blanket the grassland, a wise old owl, with feathers that glinted silver in the moonlight, landed on a nearby branch. You seem lost, young fawn, he observed, his eyes full of understanding. Daisy nodded, tears now forming in her eyes. I miss my mummy, she whispered. The owl, with his vast knowledge of the grassland and its inhabitants, offered, Instead of you following me, how about you stay here, where it's safe, and I go and find your mother for you? Daisy's heart swelled with hope. Oh, would you? she sniffed. The owl took to the skies, and after what felt like a while, Daisy heard a familiar voice calling her name. With the owl leading the way, her mother rushed to her side, relief flooding over her. Embracing her tightly, her mother whispered words of love and reassurance. While Daisy tearfully promised, I'll never wander off again, no matter how beautiful the butterfly. And so, dear listener, Daisy's adventure teaches us about the importance of staying safe. Always listen to your parents and never wander off alone. Good night, little dreamer. Let the stars above be your guiding butterflies as you drift off into dreamland. Once upon a time, deep under the shimmering sea, lived Shelly the turtle. She had a beautifully patterned shell and loved swimming around her coral reef home. Her days were filled with laughter, sunshine filtering through the water and friendly games with her ocean pals. One fine day, Shelly noticed something strange in the water. Look, Ollie, an oddly shaped jellyfish, she exclaimed, pointing her flipper towards a floating, transparent object. Ollie the octopus, wise and full of knowledge, squinted his eyes and said, I'm not sure that's a jellyfish, Shelly. Let me investigate. But as Ollie reached out a tentacle to touch the jellyfish, it wrapped around him. Ollie was stuck. 
Shelly quickly swam to him, using her strong flippers to free Ollie from the trap. That was no jellyfish, Ollie puffed, finally free. That was a plastic bag from the human world. It's dangerous for us sea creatures. Shelly felt a wave of concern wash over her. We have to do something, Ollie. We can't let these plastic bags ruin our home. The two friends decided to take action. They knew they had to communicate with the humans, but they didn't know how. After much thought, Ollie came up with an idea. Why not leave them a message on their beach? With teamwork and a bit of ingenuity, Shelley and Ollie wrote a note on a piece of driftwood. It read, Dear humans, please keep your world clean so our world can be clean too. In your trash. Don't let it invade our home. Carrying the driftwood between them, they swam close to the shore and left the message on the beach, where a human would surely find it. Not long after, beachgoers discovered the note. Intrigued and touched, they began to take action. Trash bins were installed and people were more mindful of their litter. The plastic bags and trash slowly but surely started to disappear from Shelley and Ollie's ocean home. And so, dear listener, the bravery of Shelley and Ollie reminds us that no voice is too small to make a change. Taking care of our environment is not just a human task, but a global responsibility shared by all living things. Good night, little dreamer. As you drift into sleep, think about how you can make a difference, just like Shelley and Ollie did. Together, we can keep our world, both land and see clean and beautiful for everyone.